Welcome back, everybody. It is such an honor and a pleasure to bring somebody on who is a true martial artist, uh, who's somebody that I respect a lot. Uh, I want you to uh, take a look at his system. I want you to take a look at these videos. We're going to post them right below this video. Uh, somebody that was introduced to me by a person who I greatly respect, Ron Smurenberg. Please welcome to the uh, program a world-renowned teacher, martial artist, and an actor, Mark Stas. Thank you, Mark. Thank you so much for joining. And uh, for, for those viewers who are not familiar with what just happened, I accidentally uh, you know, scheduled Mark for October. Uh, I meant to say September. I scheduled him for October. And then we talked this morning and Mark was able to rearrange everything in order to you know, make my mistake uh, into a reality. So thank you again, Mark. I really appreciate it. It's a real pleasure. So for me, it's, uh, if it's possible to modify something, then I do it with pleasure, of course. Thank you for the interview. It's, it's my pleasure. And uh, we were introduced by, by Ron Smurenberg. Um, I'm you know, a big fan of Ron's. I've seen him on Who Am I you know, uh, many, many years ago, and I loved uh, what he did there, and I wanted to have him uh, on my show you know, for a long time. So I was very happy that he was able to uh, come on. And he is enamored with you. He thinks you're wonderful. And he said, you should, you should have Mark Stas on. You should absolutely talk to Mark. So I'm very happy that we were able to arrange it. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yeah. Now, how did you, uh, I know that uh, you mentioned that uh, Ron Smorenberg uh, kind of discovered you from the film perspective. How did that happen? Yeah, it's uh, a few years ago. I remember it was uh, 2016. Mm -hmm. So my videos became uh, very, uh, popular uh, on uh, social media and um, I remember he sent messages on the videos but I, I didn't see it immediately because many many people wrote and then suddenly I, I looked because um, his commentary was really very positive and then I took an interest and I looked a little bit his name I didn't know his name mm -hmm. and when I looked more closer he added me as uh, he did a um, friend request on Facebook at that time and I said okay I look first who is he and then I accept yeah, so I didn't accept everyone yeah. uh, blindly and then I said mm, he's an actor and then I looked more and I said oh he played with Jackie Chan who am I so I didn't know he was the jacket lifting guy I didn't yeah. know at all I didn't know his name I didn't know him as a person as an actor but then I discovered more and more that he was really famous Mm -hmm. And uh, we started to communicate and uh, at that time I didn't have the time to, to go uh, for movies or to meet people uh, in other uh, continents mm -hmm. and we stayed in touch and then at a certain moment uh, I decided to, to quit Belgium and to, to, to make a break in my life and it was one year later, you know, so we spoke one year, mm -hmm. so more or less and um, I uh, figured out he's a really uh, a very fantastic person, very positive, very motivating. And uh, although he has a lot of experience in movies and uh, yeah, popular in his way, he was always like positive. So and I thought, wow, he has a very good energy. And uh, then we got in touch. I uh, went to Bangkok and I met him. And uh, that was the first time I, I saw him really. Uh, yeah. life 
But uh, I would say, yeah, uh, on social media, you can have uh, many people uh, who are contacting you, but very few have something that's uh, real, you know. So this is something that I discovered. And uh, he wanted to do something with me. And uh, even after one year, he didn't forget it. You know, so it's really, uh, yeah, to me, a, a fantastic person in that way. I, I agree. And again, I didn't know him either because I've seen him in films and I wanted yeah. to interview him. And then I invited him uh, onto the show using social media. And uh, we got in touch a few months later. He was able to come on and... I was really, really impressed by just how genuine, how kind, how motivating, uh, how wonderful a person he is. I, I love Ron. He's, he's one of my yeah. favorites uh, now, so it's great. <laughs> yeah, um, me too. And you speak of energy, and energy to me is a big, uh, is a big component. Um, you know, mm -hmm. having the chance to speak to people, even on, uh, on you know, like what we're doing right now on Zoom, you have, you have a feeling, right? You have an understanding of who the other person is. So energy is a big thing for me. And when I look at somebody, when I see their work, I decide, you know, is this a person that I want to have a long conversation with? It really is all about energy. It's not about how famous they are. It's, it's really about energy. And is this someone that I want to share my time uh, with and learn from? And that's why I'm very happy that you're on because I felt that energy. When I watched your, your first uh, film that you uh, created, At the Edge, immediately the energy was, that's, that's the right energy. That's the right peaceful, you know, it's the peaceful warrior energy. That's, that's what I felt. I said, yep, absolutely. You know, Mark, Mark is the one that I want to, uh, that I want to talk to. So it well, was thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you. How did that uh, you know movie come uh, for you? Because that was the first thing that came out. Um, was any part of it um, a little bit of your history, or it was just a, your message to the world? Yeah, no. So uh, at the edge was uh, a story that I wrote, co-wrote. Uh, I wrote the story, so mm -hmm. all the words, all the the, the ID. And I worked together with a, a Belgian producer. He helped me to do the filming, to transcript it into a movie concept. And um, he's really talented also, Lorenzo Vanin. And um, it was an idea because I had a very difficult uh, period in my life because I quit the previous federation. So I did martial arts already more than 30 years. Yeah. And I was always part of a federation or an organization. So when you are young and you're always into an organ organization, you are part of a family of a clan. This is something. And uh, at a certain moment, uh, I decided to quit the last federation because it was a lot of politics, a lot of jealousy, uh, a lot of things that to me as a martial artist, I don't want to go into this flow that for me is very negative. And, uh, but when I decided to quit that, suddenly in my life, I was like lost, you know? So when you are more than 20, 30 years in organizations with many people and suddenly you are alone, it's like, wow, it's, it's a big part because martial arts uh, was always the biggest part in my life. So all my life turned around martial arts training since I was a kid. So uh, imagine when suddenly you, you decide and you don't have another choice than to quit 
a, a family, I would say a martial arts family, it's, it's a, a hell of a, a step, you know, so uh, I didn't expect it to do that. And I never could imagine that I would be alone one time. So, but I decided to do that because I, I wanted to continue my vision in martial arts and to, to maintain the, the beauty of martial arts. And it's not only techniques or only training, it's a, a, a whole philosophy. And I want to join people or to be with people uh, who are at the same level of understanding in life and, and, and uh, training. So that's why, so at that moment in 2016, when I decided to, to, to quit this uh, German federation, mm -hmm. it was like, wow, very difficult, you know? So, um, and then at that time, Ron, sent me messages, positive comments. And I said, wow. Uh, and it was visible because it was not one time. It was many messages. And then I contacted him. He contacted me. I contacted him. And we spoke about uh, everything, martial arts, movies, etc. And at that time, I didn't want to go into movies. It was like a, a kind of, wow, it's impossible. And uh, because I had near, nearby a producer who was interested to, to do something with me uh, in, in the projects, uh, I decided to write a little bit my story into a movie, movie uh, uh, style. Mm -hmm. And uh, I started to write. So it, it's a more a personal experience. So everything that's in the movie, it's more um, a sensation and a, a feeling I had at that moment. So there are fights in it, but the fights are uh, personally not so good because it's more a fight against fear, against emotions. And it's very difficult to, to, to uh, create something uh, into the movies, uh, especially I would say the producer, the director is more professional. For me, it was like an idea. So I, I didn't know how to, to, to explain it into the movie style. But um, it took time to, to create it. And then we planned, we, we filmed a small part in Belgium. And then he knew that I would go to Thailand three months. And uh, we decided to film it there because, you know, uh, martial arts, uh, emotional, Thailand is, to me, Asia, it's, it's, a, it's a part of the world where you, you, you can find yourself, you know. And uh, that's why we decided to film it there. And uh, I would say uh, it took time before it was released. So it was only released uh, this year, but I got tons of tons of messages, uh, many messages, positive and people, they loved it. To me, it was my first experience in a short movie, mm. but uh, I thought, oh, the, the return I had was more than I expected, you know? So, uh, but it, this, this was the first step into the, the movie world. So uh, I, I didn't have the experience, of course. Uh, I did the, yeah, the choreography. I did the, the writing of the, the text for me. It's more an, a motivational uh, short movie, more than a, a fight movie. So it's yeah. not the fighting. It's, uh, I would say, if you see the, the movie, the recent movie, English Dogs in Bangkok, mm -hmm. there I do fight scenes. I would say this I consider uh, as uh, I play a role of a, a fighting character. In, in uh, At the Edge, it's more, uh, it's like, um, uh, how would I say, it's, uh, it's a personal thing, but it's more like, uh, think about life. Life is short, we all have difficulties in life, and um, 
to be able to, to make a short movie about difficulties, it's one thing, but it's not to, to say, guys, look, I have difficulties. This is not the thing. It's more that many people in the world have problems. They have difficulties in life. They practice sports, martial arts, art, etc. but they still face difficulties. And this is more the message I wanted to give with the short movie, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, no matter if it's in, in martial arts or other things, it's more a, a general uh, motivational uh, video that brought me into uh, the movies. Yeah. So uh, difficulties, I changed something in life. I said, okay, I take, I, I quit job, my job. I quit Belgium. I quit everything there. I will go, will go to a country, not for movies, because in the beginning, I, it was not to go uh, uh, to Thailand that I wanted to film this uh, at the edge. At the edge was written mm -hmm. and it was like, uh, okay, I will write it. But uh, we didn't know that it would be filmed in Belgium or in Thailand, you know. It was like an interlapse between Belgium. I decided very quick to quit Belgium, to go to Thailand and the, the short movie was there, it was in between, and then um, we could, together with the director, uh, manage it to film it in Thailand. So the short movie, it's a, a kind of a flow of, it was initially in Belgium, but okay, Mark, you go to Thailand, we will film in Thailand, you know? So the flow in life, in, in life, you never expect things. You want things, but sometimes it's, it's like today, we, we had not right. planned the, this interview, but finally, if you are with two and you are, you are at the same level of understanding and flow, you can create something without problems, you know? And, and, and this is this movie. This movie has more than only a message. It's also all this, the history behind it. And when it's filmed, it's to me, it's fantastic, you know? So it stays, uh, uh, for me, a masterpiece, although it's not the perfect short movie, but it, it means a lot to me, you know? Yeah, and uh, again, it's it to me. It was all about that energy, and yeah. it's just I. My life is very busy. <laughs> my life is very busy. I have the show. I have another business that I'm running. I have my kids. <clears throat> there's COVID. Uh, you know, all, yeah. there's a lot of stuff that's pulling me in all the different directions, and the flow and being able to stay in balance and to really have the feeling of peace that is something that i have to continuously come back to otherwise <clears throat> my energy diffuses in all directions and i and my body starts feeling different and i don't feel good and i start getting frustrated and you know this is why i'm wearing this because i started doing uh, tai chi and tai chi is just my moving meditation it allows me to really kind of get into and it's it's a little bit it's a combination of tai chi and a little bit of qigong uh but just yeah. allows me to get back into my own flow and then everything is much easier around the life so when i saw that uh, you have a wing flow system and uh, i made you know i'm a big fan of uh, martial arts i do not consider myself a martial artist i have my black belt but you know there are real martial artists and then there are enthusiasts i'm enthusiast um, and I know, again, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of, uh, of Bruce Lee. I'm a big fan of the system that he developed. I'm a big fan, right, you too. That's where I, when I started looking at you, and then uh, Wing Chong, 
yeah. you know, big fan of Wing Chun. So when I saw all of these uh, uh, things combined, I said, yes, that's that's my person. That's the person that I feel and I understand and I want to talk to. Wow, marvelous. So let's talk about your system because I, if please correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you started when you were a kid, you started with uh, karate and then you went into taekwondo because you love well, well, this is my watch saying she's not sure she understands. Okay, turning off the watch. <laughs> um, you started with karate, then you went into uh, taekwondo because, like all of us, you love uh, you love kicking. And I grew up on Van Dam, so I wanted to do my kicks. That's when I started doing my splits between the chairs. And um, then you came across uh, Bruce Lee's uh, system, and then went into Wing Chun. What led you into uh, Wing Chun, what was it for you that said, this is more me than the others? Yeah. Uh, when I discovered uh, Wing Chun, so first of all, I was already teaching. So I did uh, a combination of uh, everything I did. So when you don't have a, a, a system that's um, complete for you, and I was younger, uh, you, you combine, you, you invent, you do things. And uh, of course, I had uh, experience in karate, taekwondo. I was uh, very uh, in boxing. I loved a lot of boxing. Uh, I did a little bit um, Jun Fan, the, the art of uh, Bruce Lee, but I already read a lot of books. So I, I was uh, a person who studied a lot alone. So I trained alone, but also I was someone uh, when I had a book, martial arts, I was reading, uh, how is this technique? And I uh, tried to imitate it. So uh, a lot of things that I did at that time, like sensitivity and uh, trapping, uh, what's famous in Wing Chun and in Jeet Kune Do, but at that time, I didn't do Wing Chun. So it was more like, wow, trapping and sensitivity from Jeet Kune Do, you know, yeah. the books, etc. And I imitated it. And uh, at a certain moment, I read an article in a, a specialized magazine, and it spoke about Wing Chun. But in Wing Chun, there are different uh, methods, different uh, branches. And uh, the one famous near Belgium, because we are close to Germany, and uh, at that time, in the 90s, the grandmaster in Wing Chun uh, was Lung Ting, which was uh, famous in Germany. So uh, there was an article I read about the Lung Ting's Wing Chun system. And uh, it was, wow. I said, wow. I read, back, and then, no, this is not possible. Yeah, yeah wow, wow. Uh, everything, philosophy, um, the way how they saw uh, the, uh, a system training uh, how to borrow power, how to, uh, to train sensitivity. So all these concepts, for me, it was like a new invention. Mm -hmm. I knew a little bit because I read a lot, but then I said, this, this is a martial art I need to discover. Mm -hmm. So I was still, I, uh, I graduated, I got my um, uh, degree in uh, physiotherapy. And I stayed at the, the city in Leuven, it's the university city. I stayed there, I, I was teaching um, martial arts and I was working as a physiotherapist, but only a few months. And then I, I read this article and I said, ha, Wing Chun, that's amazing. So I didn't have a car. And um, close to Germany at the border, there is a, a city called Aachen. Aachen, uh, it's uh, a, big city, a big German city near Brussels, uh, near Belgium. And I said, okay, there is one school with one of the best 
uh, instructors in Germany, but I didn't know him very well at that time. But I said, it's the closest. So I took the train yeah. and I went there and uh, I had to wait. And then I discovered this guy, Sali Afci, was one of the top instructors and top fighters in the whole Winchon clan. Wow. So I was immediately with the, the best person and uh, very sympathetic. It's a Turkish guy, but a uh, German-Turkish person. Mm -hmm. And as big as me, so not tall. I'm not so yeah. tall. I'm like uh, the size of Bruce Lee. Mm -hmm. And Sally actually the same. But at that time, I was uh, more uh, muscular because I trained a lot physically. So I had a body uh, very uh, trained. And when I saw him, I said, mm, he's very thin. But maybe he's good, so I, this is what I thought. And then he showed me Winchon. I was, uh, Alan, I was like, uh, and then 10 minutes later, uh, 20 minutes later, uh, and he showed with big guys, he, he explained me everything. He took time to explain the principles of Winchon, uh, to show all the concept of um, uh, sensitivity, Chisau, Latsau, so all the things, and it was like, wow. I was amazed and uh, that's at that moment I said okay I need to study Wing Chun because this is what I want. Mm -hmm. I did competition before, I did competitions, I was uh, really in traditional uh, martial arts but when I saw that and I said uh, this corresponds with what I want because I'm not big and uh, I want something hard and soft, this, this both you know. Because power, it's okay, but at a certain time, uh, you need this, this balance. Mm -hmm. And uh, very early, I understood that if I want to survive with age, I need uh, a balance. I need a balance, you know. And Wing Chun, it's, uh, it has these characteristics between heart, power, and soft, relaxed. And especially because I knew that high-level karate masters, they started to practice Tai Chi at a certain age. And I always said, but why? Why do someone who does karate, very intense, they, they do also Tai Chi? I didn't understand at that time. But later on, I understood because you have to balance the, the body, the, the power you give, you need to, 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 to regenerate it in a certain way. You know, and uh, but I fell in love. So uh, I would say, um, although that I don't practice theoretically or or or, or I, uh, Wing Chun, it stays Wing Chun what I do. You know, in all the concepts. That's wonderful. And then, how did you then create your uh, Wing Flow system? Because again, I, I'm I'm not an expert, but from what I understand. And from what I've seen, Wing Chun is a close uh, combat uh, fighting system. It's wonderful, yes. but when you get a little bit farther, uh, there are aspects that uh, I think you added. So your Wing Flow system incorporates Wing Chun and some other aspects. Am I correct? Yeah, yes, yes and no. So uh, what happened that is in, in the Wing Chun, I followed um, several um, instructors, Zifus, uh, it was like, okay, I was there, I had to follow this Sifu. I came back to Belgium, I had to follow this Sifu. So it's, there is a kind of a, a, a structure where you are obliged to be under the responsible of a country. So you cannot, because funny, funnily, when I uh, studied in Germany, uh, uh, at one time I wanted to come back to Belgium to promote and uh, 
uh, teach a Wing Chun. But when I came back, uh, there was already someone. So in the Wing Chun um, uh, organization, when there is already one Zifu, one big uh, instructor, you cannot be Zifu. It's only one. So uh, I didn't know at that time. I didn't know there was Wing Chun in Belgium at that time. So I was like, oh, there is already someone. So uh, I couldn't be the Zifu of, 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 in Belgium. So I had to be under. So my pet in Wing Chun uh, goes from one Zifu to another one, to another one. And then I um, followed two Zifus. And the, the last one was one of the best instructors at the headquarters in Germany, Heinrich Pfaff. Mm -hmm. And I followed him. So he asked me, uh, do you want to join my uh, federation? Because I will uh, quit. And I liked his methods. So it was more dynamic. And uh, it had the, the, the sensitivity, but it had a more dynamic expression. So I said, OK, if you have uh, sensitivity chisau in it, then I won't. But if you change it into something dynamic, but it's not uh, linked to sensitivity reactions, then I don't want because this is to me the the secret for small people. So in, in martial arts, so I said I want to continue this sensitivity, yeah. and then I joined him immediately. I was uh, one of the first to join his federation. So, and in all these these changes, uh, my expression uh, expression changed. So. Uh, from a static Wing Chun position, it became, became a more vivid, uh, dynamic uh, expression. Mm -hmm. And of course, I studied uh, um, uh, different uh, kinds of Wing Chun styles. Mm -hmm. But in the end, uh, when I was teaching, I had my ideas. So I, I had exercises. I had another way of teaching. I uh, had another structure. And little by little, I... Um, uh, yeah, I modified, I think, my body and the way I uh, practiced. But I got uh, excellent teachings of different uh, instructors who guided me into the short distance yeah. and long distance. So, and with all this theory and practice, when I decided to quit the federations in general, I said, I don't want to belong to federations when it's always about money and politics and uh, disguising the beauty of martial arts. That's why I said, okay, I will go away and I, I practice for me. But the, the, the funny thing is that uh, when I quit the federation, I didn't want to create something. So I said, I have enough of all this. I just want to practice, or, or only practice and, and to, to find again my path but because I was already famous at that time, a lot of people wanted to follow me. And I said, yeah, but if you follow me, that means that I need to create a name. Mm -hmm. yeah, we cannot say we practice something and I need to create programs, you know, and this it took a, a, a long time. So that's why I, I figured out, okay, I need to create a name, but what name? It's not so easy. It's not like, Pack, we do this. It's, I had to have a name that corresponds with my vision and what I want. So that's why I named, I named it wing flow, flow system, you know, and also the, the bird, the, the, the logo, I created it, something that's not aggressive, uh, not a fist, not a thing that uh, all uh, Wing Chun styles has, yeah. but I, I want something original, but also something that corresponds with my vision. And that's why uh, suddenly wing flow system uh, was created with a logo and uh, it stayed like that. But uh, to be honest, um, although that I have uh, Wingflow system as a, a name, uh, I, I am not uh, really linked to all these 
yeah, uh, traditions, you know, I'm less traditional, although I'm very strict in training, I'm very strict in, 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 in practice, and uh, uh, when I teach, it's, it's, uh, I have a, a structure, but I'm not like, uh, um, yeah, how would I say, uh, Wing Flow System is a beautiful name, if you understand what it is, but uh, a lot of people, they want to use Wing Flow System because it's from Mark Stas, but I, I said always, yeah, but finally, Martial arts, no matter if it's Wing Flow system, Wing Chun or something else, it's always a personal thing, you know, so you can study. But uh, the beauty is not to have Jeet Kune Do as martial art because it's Bruce Lee and everyone will do it. This is not my thing, you know. So, uh, but finally, to come back to your question, uh, Wing Flow system uh, uh, saw the daylight with all the dynamic, but over the years that I created, but because it's only a few years old, Mm -hmm. But it took me a long time before it became the expression of today. Mm -hmm. you know, so I modified techniques. I uh, uh, threw out a lot of techniques and training methods from previous federations that I didn't want to do anymore because it didn't fit. So the idea I had uh, became more clear. And Winflow System today has now a, um, a, a good structure with teaching programs. And I'm very proud of it because, of course, I was invited a lot in, in different parts of the world. Mm -hmm. I met a lot of uh, instructors. I met a lot of uh, world champions. I met a lot of people from the special force. And when I presented and demonstrated, they were like, wow, we never saw it. So it's not like Wing Chun. It's not like the previous martial art I did. So it's, uh, it's really, they, they love it. And I'm, uh, for this, I'm proud that I could uh, give a stamp uh, in the martial arts world, uh, mm -hmm. although many people don't understand it yet because it's too new. And uh, there exists a lot. So it's logic that people, they think, oh, it's uh, again, something like Wing Chun. But I would say without Wing Chun, no Wing Flow system. But without Mark Stas, no Wing Flow system, right. neither. Yeah. You know, so. Well, it has to be yours. And again, what, what Bruce Lee was always saying is take, uh, you know, from different systems and be like water. You know, you have to figure out what works for you. Martial arts yeah. is an expression of who you are. Uh, yes, it's yeah. not about specific stance and it's not about, you know, you kick this way. It's who you are. For me, I am, um, I'm not, <clears throat> I don't consider myself very tall, but I'm six feet tall. So, you know, for me, I have long legs, I have long arms, I'm much yeah. more soft. So I, the way that I want to move around, I want to do least to hurt somebody. I want to, you know, uh, make sure that if, if I'm in a position where I have to uh, get into a fight, things, tensions rise, but I want them after it not to be suffering for uh, for the remainder of uh, you know a long period of time unless it's a life or death and i have to do something yeah. so yeah. for me this is my so it has to be an expression of uh, me that's why you know when i put this on this is for me and i've ha i have different uh, you know uh, karate gi and i have a taekwondo uniform this is more me and this is it's a soft for me i start feeling much more okay this is my balance and I want to flow and I want to go with it because that's me. And it doesn't mean that I want to do all of these, you know, movements uh, because I still, uh, my, uh, my teacher, <clears throat> his name is uh, uh, Michael Kogan. Michael Kogan is, is, a, uh, is a teacher. He uh, was in Russia for a long, long time. He was mm -hmm. training Russian special forces. 
So he has his own kind of style that contains a lot of different things, but it's very, it's very direct. It's a lot of the, yeah. uh, uh, in a way, what I saw is a lot of the Jeet Kune Do. It's, uh, it's, it's trapping. It's uh, you're, you're hitting as you're blocking. You're moving around. There is a lot of that. And I like that. So it's, it's the soft and hard, which you said, but you know, the foundation of it is it comes out of peace. And I do not want yeah. to do anything unless I have it. Good, good. Yeah. Very, very well. Yeah, not that I know what I'm doing, but I, 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 I know who I am and what my philosophy of it is. The rest yeah. is practice. And yeah. as you know, you're, you're practicing every day. I am practicing a few minutes a day and on Tai Chi. So it's not meant for fighting. It's more meant for my, you know, my relaxation. Um, yeah, it, everyone, it, it's their own and you have to do what's right uh, for you as long yeah. as you're doing something. I think for me, that's the important part. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Being in Wing Chun and then seeing uh, Dani Yan in uh, Ip Man, um, what was your reaction to, uh, to those films? Because some of the fights for me were, were very innovative and were very interesting. And I hadn't seen that before Ip Man uh, came yeah. out. You know, you already being uh, in the in the system, that was probably a, a lot more familiar to you. But did you like uh, uh, the movies, uh, Ip Man movies? Uh, first of all, I'm a big fan of uh, martial arts movies in general. So I'm uh, I love so I practice uh, martial arts very intensively, but I was uh, attracted by martial arts into the martial arts by movies. So I would say uh, at one point it's logic that uh, I loved movies uh, series uh, which contains martial arts movements and uh, this first of all so it's not that I say well I don't care yes I love a lot and I saw the, the first Ip Man I, I saw all the Ip Man movies yeah. because I'm always interested when there is uh, Wing Chun in it I want to see it because I'm curious uh, I would say as a Wing Chun practitioner um, there are things that are really good that I say, oh, not bad. Uh, movie is movie. So this is one thing. Mm. So uh, in the choreography and the way uh, Don Yen uh, performs, uh, it's, wow, marvelous. Because it's not easy to do something to express uh, a style or a method and to perform, uh, to imitate um, um, a legendary grandmaster of Chun. This is uh, not easy. So I would say I, I would not do better far from that so respect for Don Yen. Uh, of course there are some uh, movements techniques that I would say this I would not do like that but this is more a personal uh, expression you know so um, for example you have the chain punch mm -hmm. which is uh, very famous in uh, Wing Chun and Jeet Kune Do so at what uh, one time he, he hits when there are 10 people around him and he punches on the chest and he falls down so then I said I don't know why on the chest, if it's a, a, a kind of life in that situation. So I was like, why not the throat or, or uh, you know, so uh, other vital spots. This was one of the things I said strangely, but okay, uh, there must be a reason why, you know, so. Uh, but uh, there are some points that I say, mm, maybe I would have done like this, like this. But uh, overall, I, I'm really uh, uh, a fan of, uh, of uh, Yip Man uh, 1. Uh, excellent, very well done. But of course, uh, you have to, to see that um, all persons, when they see a video or a movie, they always know who's better. All, 
So this is, uh, I experienced that also, but I would say uh, to, to um, uh, critique uh, uh, the movie, I, I would not dare because I would not do better, but I would say I have my opinion into some techniques, you know, but uh, I always say, watch out, maybe there is a purpose, there is a reason why, and that's why I'm very, very delicate with uh, answers. This is not good, I would like do. I would do like this. You don't know the reason why in a fight scene they do this and this and this. So that's why I stay uh, very positive about the fight scenes and I uh, would not dare to, to, to uh, critic uh, or criticize the, the techniques because uh, maybe he would explain or the choreographer would say, oh, but wait, Mark, we did this for this reason because in a movie you don't see why something is done. You know, that's why, but I uh, respect there are some techniques with his leg. He, he pulls himself with his leg. Okay, you see that it's not a real movement because they use wires, etc. But the idea, it's it's witchum. So there are things that I learned like this. I said, you don't see it a lot, but in that movie, you saw some techniques that people uh, didn't learn before, you know? So I would say they thought a lot about how to do the choreography and etc. So, uh, I liked it a lot, yes. Yeah, um, same thing. I grew up, I, I started doing martial arts because I was watching the movies and I saw Bruce Lee and I saw, you know, Jean-Claude, uh, you know, that's, yeah. why, that's why I got into martial arts because I saw these guys and I wanted to be like them. So I completely understand. Um, in, the, in the martial arts movie universe, you know, there are a lot of, uh, <clears throat> uh, and I'm not talking about actors who, you know, do some fight scenes because they're actors and then they learn the choreography and they do the fight scenes. So I'm not yeah. talking Matt Damon, right? Uh, who I thought it was, he was a really excellent fight scenes, but he's not a martial artist. From the yeah. martial artists themselves who are in the movies, um, who do you admire? Who do you think is a really good martial artist? Um, ah, yeah, of course, my good friend Ron. Yeah, because of course I had the the occasion to meet him not once but more than once, and uh, he holds also the world record of the highest kick. This is not for everyone, but he practiced uh, karate uh, intensively before he joined the movie business. But I would say, um, as a, a action actor uh, like Rom. He daily has to to train martial arts movements, you know. And I see he's a big guy, a heavy guy, but for his uh, posture, he's really quick and very sharp, you know. So I would say I met a lot of uh, big guys, uh, strong guys in martial arts. But I would say the advantage of Rom is uh, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't have the the. The, the hold back movement in his body so he can attack and it goes 100% but you don't need to stay there if not it's uh, so he, he has a, a way of training where he can go all out uh, against himself so his movements are sharp they are quick and I would say uh, if he would join again only martial arts uh, world, uh, he would do very well because he's trained and he didn't stop, you know, so uh, as a martial artist, you need to train uh, almost daily, you need to continue train, not two times a week and say I'm a martial artist, so uh, this is for me already the first thing when I see Ron, 
uh, as an actor and martial artist, he has experience in martial arts. He came into the movie world, but he never stopped both. So uh, uh, to me, he's a, a real martial artist. He has the spirit. And uh, one that I love a lot, I admire a lot, it's Jet Li. Jet Li, it's uh, a real practitioner. He got involved into the movies, but uh, he has uh, uh, an aura. He has something that's different from other uh, uh, action actors. Not only because he does martial arts, but he has something uh, peacefully uh, in him. Peacefully, uh, maybe it's also because because he plays roles where he's like like this, and then woof, he comes out of his uh, um, disguise, uh, the calm disguise. But uh, I I would say he's different from Bruce Lee that I admire. Uh, to me, it's the the number one. Mm -hmm. And people can say what they want. Uh, first of all, I don't really care. But right. to me, Bruce Lee, it's really the father of movies, martial arts, training. Uh, he has everything only in one person. And we speak about the 60s and the 70s. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, no scientific uh, research, uh, no uh, social media videos uh, to... to uh, to take exercise. So I would say Bruce Lee, although he, he, he died very young, he had uh, uh, something, uh, wow, exceptional, but in martial arts and, and, and movies, he could combine both. And this is what, when I see Jet Li, uh, I love to see him on screen because he has this wow and uh, also his movements, uh, they don't lie. Eh? So you can see when, when someone has uh, martial arts movements, uh, exceptional control and uh, fantastic. So I, I would say uh, the number one to me is Jet Li. So there are a, a lot other, they are very right. wow, but I would say the, the one that sticks out to me is uh, Jet Li, uh, definitely. I, I agree, absolutely. Um, and then as you're getting more into movies, because you have a number of films coming out, you know, the English Dogs in Bangkok, the Kung Fu, yeah. uh, Kung Bodyguard. Fu, yeah. yeah. Uh, is movie something that now at this point of your life, I know you're still training, I know you're still teaching and you're traveling and uh, you're teaching your system, but are you going to continue doing movies and get more into it? Is that a part of where you're going right now? Uh, uh, I would say I was uh, thrown into the movies. Uh, uh, I'm blessed, of course, because yeah. I always think many people want to join movies. They don't have the chance. And I am thrown in and I am very lucky, of course. So I would say uh, uh, playing in English Dogs or Haphazard, which is the other movie I played in uh, Bangkok, were two big experiences and I really loved it. So uh, especially because I could... Uh, play myself i could do my own fight scenes so um um after this uh, there are some other movie projects so i cannot tell more about it but uh, at least there are three big projects big projects going on yes. and uh i always say i'm interested to play in um international or action movies mm -hmm. if it's a good movie so i don't want uh, for example in italy they ask me to play in some movies and i refuse because uh i'm sorry uh, it's uh i am very uh, selective uh, certainly at this point uh, in martial arts, but in movies also. I don't want to, to, to say I play in 20 movies or 30 movies, but it's like, uh, I, I don't, I'm not interested in that. 
So I'm really selective and uh, I trust my uh, good friend Ron because it's, uh, I would say, I consider him as a, a kind of my agent because he promotes me uh, by, uh, with the producers and they say, hey, you have to get marketing, blah, blah, blah. And I would say I'm, I'm really blessed to have uh, not only a very good partner when I play with him, but also a very good friend and, and someone who, who knows uh, how I am. So um, I would say when Ron asked me, uh, Mark, I can have you a role in that movie, for sure I will accept because he uh, also has quality uh, that he uh, looks for. And uh, But yes, uh, I would say definitely uh, movies, it's a part that um, you can express yourself uh, when there are action scenes or fight scenes, I can do my personal movements, which is already unique because of course uh, there are, exist a lot of martial arts actors but what I can do, uh, you don't see it, you know, you have a Tony Cha who uses elbows, but my way of using elbows is still different. And uh, that's why I say uh, the movie world, um, you have Donnie Yen who does Wing Chun, but if I would do Wing Chun in movies, it would be different, you know, because it's, it's personalized. And that's why I, I think uh, into the movies, I accept gladly depending if there is a story, you know, so um, the, the movies I did, uh, I, I was taken at the end when the movie was finished. So they put me into the movie and said, we will write something quick for you. So it, it was not written before I did the movie, but it, in the end, so I couldn't have a, a, a bigger part. Yeah. But I would say I'm interested if there is a sense. Uh, I, I love to play a movie but there is suspense in it and there is not only uh, fighting. So I'm more like I would go into it, but uh, like also when there is a sense of purpose and good thing, uh, uh, it was blocking. So uh, if there is a, a sense, uh, a kind of uh, a meaning, then of course I, I would love to, to go into the movies more, of course. Yes. Yeah. It would be great because again, watching, uh, watching videos of your training, uh, watching the system and watching you in some of the films that I've seen, it would really be, uh, be interesting for me to watch. Uh, so <laughs> me selfishly, I would like for you to do more films. <laughs> um, and uh, you mentioned elbows. I love elbows. It's one of my favorite things. I don't yes. know why people don't want to use more elbows. They're, again, I have long, uh, I have long arms. <laughs> yeah. Elbows. Uh, and I don't even think in, I think it's more elbows for me was more instinctual. Uh, when I started, it wasn't even really, uh, taught to me based on the systems that I was in to do the elbows. And, you know, if I'm close, I just, I want to use the elbow. It, it just seems yeah. it makes sense. Natural. Right. Yeah. So to me, you know, when I saw you using elbows, yes, thank you. Wow. Watch, uh, watch English dogs. Because okay. there, I use elbows in a different way than that people saw in movies. Mm -hmm. So, uh, definitely. Yeah. Um, and when you're doing the fight scenes in a, in a movie, again, I yes. know that you teach a lot. So when you're teaching, you have to, in a way, choreograph. But yeah. did you find that in the movie it's very different and you have to do things differently now? Yeah, yeah. The first time, so the, the first real fight scene I did for movies was uh, for English Dogs together with Ron. 
And the first difficulty was that I had to um, uh, to modify the movements. I had to do a little bit bigger movements, you know. So in reality, uh, the, uh, the the less visible, the better it is, you know. Because if not, uh, it's like telephoning. But in in the movies, I had the first difficulty was watch out, Mark. You need to to do less quick but bigger movements so that it's visible. So this is the first thing. But you have to understand, Alan, that uh, I control my body perfectly so uh, on distance or close range i know exactly where i can touch and when i can touch and also because i go on f almost full speed so i can go very quick but i control the movement so but the problem is my speed is linked to my um uh, techniques the movements uh, on on uh, the, the the how do you say it's there is certain distance i measure and I go very quick in this range. But the problem is with, mo with movies, I have to do a little bit bigger movements. Even if it's five centimeter, to yeah. me five centimeter, it's a lot. So I have to recalculate my body to do a little bit bigger and, and to, to focus on that. This was the first difficulty uh, in, in the movies. And, uh, but else, the, the advantage is that I have a very good control. So I can touch you without hurting you. Yeah. And uh, in movies, it's more like uh, um, a perfect choreography. You have to go very close, very quick, very fast, explosive, but without yeah, touching for real. Yeah. You know, so this was one of the main advantages that I have, that I have a very good control and also I have a very good coordination. So with Ron, for example, we worked on the fight scene. We uh, created it together, then uh, I modified a little bit my movements and then uh, we could flow into it. So uh, it went quite very quick because uh, imagine if I would not have a very good coordination of my body, it would be catastrophic. We could not do it in time. But uh, the difficulties, I would say, because I did, did it uh, with, with Ron, who is a, a real professional, he made everything very smoothly. So I, I won in time 40%. So this was more easier, but uh, I had to rely on my capacities, you know. So uh, luckily that I, I can adapt very quick to movements and I can... Uh, um, have a very good control, but uh, I had some difficulties in, in this. And I remember Ron, <laughs> I have to laugh at it because we did the fight scene. And at a certain moment, he said, Ah, oh, Mark, you did something else. And I said, Yeah, but it's because you did something else. But he didn't realize that a small change of his movement, I adapt automatically, you know, because I'm used to, to adapt. When you attack me, I, I defend. But if you do something else, I adapt my body and in the, during the fight scene, we had uh, movements, one, two, three, four, five, six, etc. And at a certain moment, his movement was a little bit different. Yeah. But I think he didn't notice it. And because he modified it, I modified my answer, but it was not planned. And he said, oh, Mark, you did something else. And I said, yeah, because I felt that you, your movement was a little bit lower. I, I don't remember what, lower or higher. And I had to modify. I could not do the choreography. Yep. But then I said, oh my God, Ron, he knows the choreography perfectly. Huh? Dang, yep. dang, dang. This you did not, uh, oh, I, I, I am more instinctive. You know, when I do some movements, uh, it flows, so I do this, this, but uh, if you attack me a second time, you do something else, I have to adapt, you know, so I have more of this 
strategy in mind, but in movies, you cannot do that. In movies, it's you do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and again, one, two, and I'm like, yeah, man, uh, okay, if you uh, move differently, I do one, four, five, six, seven, and not one, two, three. And this was, uh, at the moment, I was like, oh, I don't remember, you know, I don't remember why I changed, but I felt I had to change, you know. But I would say, uh, this is the difficulty. Then I said, okay, Mark, stick to the plan. Stick to this choreography and don't change. And then we did. But uh, it's weird. It's, change, it's, yeah, changes yeah. happens in the movies. But because, for example, I, I will not uh, tell the, the, the fight scene, but in English dogs, there is one fight scene where I had to kick him. And uh, I made an, uh, a mistake, but I kicked differently. But in the movie, it's wow. It's like, wow, but it was not planned, you know? Mm -hmm. So I would say um, you make a choreography, but during filming, uh, what I had as experience is, it's also possible that something uh, shifts and then you go with the flow. So this, uh, this I would say, uh, it's okay. But uh, the, mo more, the most difficult part, it's you need to stick to the choreography. This is the most difficult uh, thing. Yeah, and for you, everything is based on instinct. Everything is based on reality. Yeah. So I can understand how that would be, how that would feel rigid. Uh, I, I get that. That's that's very interesting. Um, another question, and this is just more for my own curiosity. Yeah. Uh, because I remember, and you know, uh, Bruce's uh, son, uh, who who unfortunately passed away. Uh, I you know I cried when I I found and Brendan uh, Brendan died. Um, yeah. You know, they were asking uh, Brendan. You know, you're training a lot. Uh, have you been? Have you had to use it in a real life? So, have you had to use uh, you know your knowledge in real life, uh, uh, not in demonstrations, not in film, but when you actually had to use it? Did you have those instances? Yeah, I had two kind of two kinds of encounters. So, first of all, on the street, I had uh, different encounters. Uh, but uh, I would say it never came to a real uh, attacking, never. I could stop it only with words and uh, positioning, the, only that. So I would say people say, yeah, but you never got into a real fight. If I would have an other mentality, I would be in fights for sure, because I, I saw the aggression. Then I said, um, um, I was prepared. So when someone uh, became nervous, I positioned. People, they don't notice it, but I positioned. If there is uh, a kind of danger that comes to me closer, then I would uh, counterattack immediately. But mm -hmm. it, never, it never came to that. It was like the guy was shouting and I was uh, speaking. I was holding him on distance. But I always have in mind, if you step, yes. you go over the line, then I counter immediately. I will not hesitate. So this is something that I always had. But uh, also in Brussels, I got uh, uh, problems with, um, uh, yeah, with uh, foreign people. I'm also foreign in Belgium, but uh, other foreign people, but it never came to, to fight. So maybe because when they started to, to address me, that suddenly when I start to, to speak and to, that they feel, whoa, maybe, maybe, yeah. It could be a problem like this. So, but I was always blessed not to have one single uh, attack. I only had to push one time 
to the site and it was finished. But I didn't have to use uh, fighting skills uh, for real. What I had, on the contrary, that is because I teach already many years and I had people who uh, wanted to test my skills. So this is to me, uh, um, it's not on the street, it's like they come in, in uh, the, the training and they want to see if it works. And uh, this I had uh, frequently. And I could say that they came from all areas, an MMA from Brazil, uh, a guy who was in, in uh, real uh, fighting. And I, uh, then I had to use skills and I had to hit 100% or I had also a guy, a Krav Maga instructor, really a, a, a beast. And uh, I could uh, calm them. And uh, I would say in all the, the, the experience I have in teaching and people, they wanted to test me, if it's a Muay Thai or a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Krav Maga, none could, uh, could uh, prove that uh, they were better in a sense of speaking. But I was always lucky to prove them that uh, I had skills. Uh, that's why um, uh, what I show on videos, it's teaching. I never show what I do for real. Uh, it's not my purpose. I'm not there to, to say, guys, look, I can uh, punch 100% someone. I don't, uh, it, it doesn't interest me. But if people doesn't respect, they don't respect me, when I teach, then I can become very like this 100% differently. And this uh, I, uh, I do. But uh, else, uh, yes, so I would say the experience on the street was when uh, there was something I could remain calm and, and stay focused. In teaching, when someone was um, 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 defying me, then uh, I also I'm 100%, so I don't uh, back, back, back off uh, if uh, I don't need to, you understand? Yeah, that's very interesting. That's true. Yeah, because people will come and challenge you, uh, you know, for yeah. if we, that's... Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, uh, Michael, you know, my teacher was uh, was saying the same thing that you know when he was teaching, you know, a big guy uh, that was uh, a sambo, you know, a, uh, uh, in Russia, sambo was uh, was yeah. a big guy. so a big uh, sambo guy. And uh, Michael is not very tall. He's uh, I think maybe five five nine, five nine, five ten uh, in feet. So a uh, big guy came in, said, you know, your system sucks. I'm going to show you. And, uh, you know, Michael basically said, okay, well, come. So uh, he, uh, the guy couldn't do much. And then Michael finally got bored and he said, okay, take my arm. And the guy took uh, his arm and Michael did one of his favorite things where he takes some knuckles and he basically went like this. So he went to the guy's, uh, you know, hand, the guy's hand, uh, with, blew up uh, and uh, that was the end of that discussion so like but that that would happen often and I one of the things that I imagined is that you know if I continued in martial arts if I opened my studio that would probably happen all the time I'd have to go and uh, and accept these challenges so I'm glad I never had to <laughs> yeah so uh, but thank you that that's I wasn't thinking about that that makes a lot of sense well, um, it's such such a pleasure and an honor. I, I really appreciate again you taking the time uh, to uh, to you know um, make make my mistake in scheduling and uh, mm -hmm. rearrange your schedule so we can do it. Thank you so much. No, it's a true pleasure. So uh, I loved a lot uh, speaking with you. And um, in life, we have to flow with the uh, situations. Huh?
Yes, and it's all about the flow. Um, I wish you uh, a lot of uh, success. Uh, I will continue following you. I hope to see you more in uh, in films. Uh, you know, selfishly speaking, and I will uh, you know advise everybody to again take a look uh, below. Uh, take a look at Mark's uh, website. Take a look at uh, Mark's information and follow Mark as well. Thank you again, and thanks to everybody for uh, tuning in to another episode of The Love of Acting, where we bring people from all over the world. Uh, Mark now is in Italy. I, I think that's correct, right? You're in Italy at the moment? Yeah, yeah um, at the moment I'm in Yeah, bring people from all over the world who love acting, who are really good, interesting, and uh, uh, intelligent people who are passionate about what it is that we all love. Thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody. Many thanks, Alan, for this interview, and uh, I'll speak to you later. Thank you. Thank you, Sifu.